Welcome back to Two C's with a pod. Running a little late because uh, one of your C's, the uh, lesser of the hosts, me, Andy Kavanaugh, had to uh, had to pull the night shift at the ah, uh, at the smoothie yeah. factory. So our on normal, the night shift, yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. it was it was a different different process going from uh, going from the old day shift to the night shift. Uh, <laughs> yeah, crazy <laughs> stuff happens on the night shift. That's where the weirdos come out at night. Yeah, I mean, it was just, I don't know, man, it's just the, you know, the whole different t- vibe. your, your timing's vibe. off, like your food, eat when you eat, your food schedule's off, you know, all that stuff is just off, but, um, yeah. so we're going to be a little delayed, but hey, we got it out, we got Here Matt we back, he made it back from the, he made it back from Arkansas. <laughs> yes, and I guess in some ways that is, you never know if you are going to make it back, at least in whatever condition you went to a different place yeah. nowadays. But I'm good. Yeah, and we went to Arkansas. Our family had a great time, and then here we are back. Yeah, how was the uh, fish show? Was it great? Was it uh, everything that yeah, you? Uh, that the kids a little salt in the wounds. Salt in the wounds there. Um, but no, no, we we did go fishing, but no fish concert. That was our initial plan. Is why we were going down there, but we just kept the kept the cabin and went. But, yeah, but you yeah. you had a fishing show. A, a fishing show. You had a yes. fish show with the kids. With, Yes. Yeah. I, we did like, I videoed some of it. So I guess technically, yeah, yeah. it would be a fish. So yeah. Well, see, that was uh, that was a lot of fun and you made it back yeah. to vote. I did. I did. I got my pen here. Oh, you got your pen. See, I wanted to talk to you about the pen. Yeah, we got, uh, I brought props today. Your, your so. pen is different. I think your pen's different than mine. Mine says Jackson County, which I'm thrilled by. Let me tell you who has another cop topic. Election board. Yeah. I voted. I voted. So did you like take like uh, what I did is I took my pen, took a little uh, duct tape, just made it right here. I should no, that is very clever and you need really the, funny. Uh, and you need the I voted sticker. Yeah, I know. I like, do miss those too. I mean, they need to double up because I do. I do like these. I won't lie. I do like these. Um, but I also, yeah, I do did miss the sticker. <laughs> that is again. I, One see, of the universal I like things the I've sticker. learned in elementary. I like the I know, sticker. I know you do because, again, one of the things I've learned in elementary school, and I, you know, not from my time in elementary school, but teaching it, is that everyone loves stickers, and there's no, there's, there's literally no age limit to who likes a sticker, who wants a sticker. Like you would think, oh, uh, these are juniors in high school, let's say, and you want to make them happy and, you know, or whatever. If you give them a sticker, they will love it and they will love that sticker and they will be very excited. Again, people our age love stickers. We love that I voted sticker. I've got mine everywhere. Every time I get one, I put it somewhere that I, I keep it, you know? So, yeah. I do think uh, that I, the I voted sticker is a visual reminder also to the people that you come in contact with that, that it is a voting day and i think that it's a low-key kind of <laughs> pressure peer pressure deal in some ways which what, which i think is good peer pressure you know again peer pressure it gets bad a bad rap sometimes because there can be good peer pressure right like putting i voted and if you hopefully see that all around you and you're like oh i didn't vote because i'm a lame you know then hopefully that pressures you to vote you know well i found something out on election day on voting day uh my wife is a democrat because <laughs> you had to choose it's a primary yeah you had to choose yeah yeah and i don't like it i don't like having to choose there is isn't there wasn't there a non 
Yeah, I just got the ballot that had question two. Oh, so okay, I got you. So you either had to choose Republican, Democrat, Democrat. or or independent. Independent, which would have In, both. Independent, no. What uh, is, so independent just has the yes and no. For, independent, I think there are candidates that run as independent. There was no way to vote for both. There was no way. So here's why. Carol wanted to vote for a specific person. Yes. That specific person happened to be Democrat. Yes. So she had, she, she went up and like the lady's like, I'm what curious. She's I mean, like, I don't think I want you to tell me who that is. Uh, she has curious. A, she has a family friend that was running for an office. Okay. Uh, one of her mom's best friend's brother was running for an office that your gotcha. dad, that your dad may or may not have reported into. I was worried that might be who. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah. So it was very sharp the way that they had our, uh, our gotcha. precinct signed up there. Gotcha. Uh, speaking of your parents at, uh, at your mom's uh, either current or former church is where they, they moved us to. Oh yeah. No. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, I don't think either one of them um, go there anymore. Um, again, you know, just how different pastors come and go and different yeah. things and different people. And yeah. So well, I don't that, think that was our, that was our first was time there. Place. Um, yeah. Super like easy. Gymnasium. In and out, but... Was it in the gymnasium area or was it in the church Itself. You kind of went into vestibule. Type, I think the vestibule would be the vestibule. It, it was like well, kind of like a, a little name. room. It was a little room, I think, off the gym. It wasn't in the gym. They have like classrooms. But they had like a little, a big room actually. It wasn't like a little room. It'd be like a it's cafeteria. So It'd so be like a, at at our high school. Remember, they had the gym and the small gym. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It would have been like in the small gym. Yes. So yes, but it was carpeted, so there's no way it was a gym. Gotcha. But it was next to okay. the gym. So, okay. uh, but you know, man, I, it makes me think about, uh, some voter reform. Love it. And I know this is, uh, I'm, I'm getting out of my lane and I know no. that I need to stay in my lane, bro. This is, no, this um, is great. This is great. It's uh, not my lane. I mean, I'm not like an election expert, but it's I'm, definitely I mean, more your lane than my lane. Uh, fair. We so, had a we had a nice little little chat about I want politics out of my sports, and <laughs> although I have been in I have been enjoying I have been enjoying the uh, the names on the back of the NBA jerseys. Uh, yeah. So, like, what I like to do is I like to call the game, sound off, and yeah. Black Lives Matter passes it over to Peace. Peace into Equity. Yeah. Equity kicks it out to Ally. Corner three, no good. Yeah. Rebound by other Peace. Back out to Black Lives Matter. <laughs> Top. Top of the key three. No. Rebound peace. Over to Ally. Over to education (laughs) reform. Education reform drives it in. He scores. Education reform is my favorite player, actually. (laughs) And he's become my favorite player more recently, you know, but yeah. Yeah, so I I saw that uh, CJ McCollum actually renamed it, is now called education reform McCollum. That's that's phenomenal. I saw that on his jersey. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's that's fantastic. uh, Damian Lillard. Uh, another one of my favorite NBA players is yeah. uh, he is uh, he renamed his he's no longer Damien apparently he is uh, how many more Lillard yeah so, you know 
It, well, it, for, uh, how for many more is kind guys, of a sadder one? But yeah, us play by play guys like myself, man, it really makes it really difficult. How many more Lillard over to <laughs> education reform column? It, it's yeah, hard, man. It I makes just it hard. assume they're going numbers for the most part, and I mean, I guess you can recognize certain dudes, you know, like that's probably how you know if you've made it in the NBA now, you know, like if they actually say your name because they're just recognizing you, you know, like at some point I'm sure there, you know, there's a few dudes still probably now they're like, he passed it to five. That's five. <laughs> he's, okay. he's, I remember mean, the, uh, <laughs> remember the boom goes to dynamite kid. Yeah. He yeah. passes but, to the man. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. So, so, you know, hopefully, but that'd be funny if someone actually had the man on their back of their Jersey though, because that'd be inappropriate. I mean, yeah, yeah. But, he, he gets yeah, the rebound and guy. passes to the man. <laughs> the man. Nobody likes the man. Everybody's booing the man. Yeah. Boo uh, that man. But, but yeah, I, uh, I, I was watching, I forget who, I think it was like the first game that I watched and I was like, who the hell is peace? I was like, oh God. That's... Well, there used to be like, um, was that a Meta, Meta, Meta World Peace? World Meta World yeah. Peace. So in <laughs> some ways, that's like not weird because that's already been a thing, you know? But yeah, um, I, was, the... uh, I was just like, what the What did hell? he have yeah. on the back of his jersey though? Was It It wasn't Peace, was it? It was, it like was Meta. Meta. I think he put Meta. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. That anyway, man. Uh, so the yeah. Fa- watch... I mean, again, that's like the most wrestling. He's probably the biggest professional wrestler and athlete of all time, right? So he jumps in the crowd and just starts whooping people's ass and then eventually becomes Meta World Peace by the end of it. Like, just an incredible story. Well, I, I would actually. say that uh, Muhammad Ali was probably the most wrestler. <laughs> yeah, fair. Floyd, that, but that's Floyd Mayweather. Conor yeah, McGregor. Like, that's more serious. I'm kind of Dennis more Rodman. a joke. But yeah, but yeah, um, they were actual wrestlers. Yeah, know, where they're just like, hey, you know, uh, I'm going to be a heel. Half the people yeah. are going to say, pay to see me get my ass whooped. Half the people are going to pay to see me get my, to do the whooping. Either way, it 100% of the people are paying. But, exactly. uh, but yeah, on the ballot thing. Voting. Let's get on, it. On voting. Um, so, are you getting notes? Okay. Um, so, in November, for all intents and purposes, we are, we are to choose between Donald Trump and Joe Biden. Correct. Correct? Yeah. Yes. So, I and we may have talked about this, but I like the idea of let's say that you narrow it down to ten, mm-hmm. and when you go to vote, you would put one for Trump, two for Biden, three for Kamala Harris, on down to your tenth person. Okay, fascinating. Um, three by the way, but yes, go ahead. Well, she's going to be president, so you might as well just enjoy that. <sighs> How, so rightfully elected or because no, everyone no, no. because no, everyone no. dies in the scenario no. and she becomes president uh, because she's here, vice president? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. I, think I, a, I, I figured that's where you were going. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like, ooh, whoever, honestly. I, actually, whoever, you, you want to know my theory? You want to you know my theory? Biden chooses her to be his running mate. Sure. Uh, Biden's elected. Sure. Biden steps down. For just it could be a myriad of reasons. Health reasons. Health reasons. Okay. And Kamala Harris is president, so it, it, the succession would end up being that Trump loses the election to Biden and Harris. Biden then is president for a while, and then is like, I can't do it, or you know, the health reason version, and then mm-hmm. she becomes president. Gotcha. Yes. So you're saying yes. basically like whoever 
the question would be, I thought, I mean, in either way, you know, too, because Pence ain't no young, you know, spring chicken either. Although I think he kind of, our, he's, I guess he's my older looking like Dracoy Malfoy. Like he's kind of like um, a Harry Potter to me, Mike Pence villain a little bit. Like he's actually older looking than he really is because of his evil ways. Like, but, but, but like, well, not he's not, not young either. Just, he, and he could get the corona too. About everybody around him has gotten corona except for him. So you know, like, he's probably know. one of those people that can't get it. Well, yeah, I guess that's a thing now. Yeah, so it's a good choice. So, so my, back to my your guess, back to your yeah. theory. So my theory, or not not any, I don't even really want to get into my theory. It's just I just threw that out there. Uh, yeah, but yeah. my the reason why I say I just don't feel like we get the two best it, when you narrow it down to two. Correct. It's kind of like take Super Bowl 54 out of the equation. Of course. You get to Super Bowl 53 and you're left to two teams to choose, you know, it'd be like okay, you have to root for one of these teams. Game comes on and you you have to root for either the Patriots or the Rams. Those are your only two choices. Yeah. It'd be like in the NFL saying, okay, uh you can only you can only root for these two teams. Yeah. I mean, it's an equi- it's equivalent. It, it's hard to make that equivalence, is all because the because I, I, I the also end f- game the end game is either either a win or a loss. Where with a presidential election and then their their whatever they do in the time they're president, it's hard to call like at that point wins and losses in a sense of like. So the reason I would say that I've never really liked this whole concept of of you know, I'm not going to vote for anyone because it's the, I don't, I don't want to vote for the least of two evils. Right. And I think a lot of people that's, they, they hated Hillary Clinton. They really didn't like Trump either. It became this lesser of two evil election, which I, I think again, boils down to personalities instead of what it should boil down to, which is ultimately policy and what matters to the country and what matters to us in our everyday life. And when you, if you looked at it from what do I believe in, like if you were to fill out that survey, right, that we did online, and it Which would tell you, we're going to need to do, we're going to need to do, do that, redo that again, yeah, yeah sometime. But that. yeah, if you did that again, you know, to me, it would be very clear that yes, and and I don't like, I, I actively voted for Obama and pushed Obama in two thousand eight. Um, I to to me and my mom's about literally you know fighting war you know because my mom was such a big hillary person and i wanted obama and so i'm no like huge hillary fan but i also knew very clearly like the things that i believe in hillary believes in way more than the things that trump does and so that's where it's hard to go well it's it's picking a team because a team at the end is going to win or lose and it's not going to like it's not going to matter that they were up in the third quarter. It's not going to matter that they, you know, were playing really hard, but they didn't win. Whereas I'm going to say in politics that matters because I, I can name you things that George Bush did well. You know, George W. Bush did a couple of things. Well, it's easy things to name. You know um, I think people that eat, maybe if you hate Obama, I think it'd be silly not to give him credit for certain things that he did, you know? So, uh, you know, there's a level of like Trump, Prison reform has been one of the really cool things that have come out from him. I think Republicans never really kind of went that route and were Hold very. On, did you say something nice about Donald Trump? I've done that before. I think no, on this show, haven't. we'd have you to. Know, no, I think no. at least with prison. Again, I think no, with prison, you have not. Uh, 
with prison reform. I mean, again, because it, I think that's such an important issue and it's a terrible thing that we do. There's two things that are terrible. One, we don't, we, 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 we lock people away systematically in a sense. We don't look at each thing. We have these kind of laws that kind of look things that way. And also, we also like, we, we so, so again, Trump, Trump addressed some of those things. So I think that's good. So that's, I guess, where it's hard for me to go team-wise and compare it to like football or being choice. Now, to your theory, ranked choice voting is a thing. Wardrobe change. Wardrobe change. You're getting ready to go uh, to the pool. Amazing. I am too. This is tell, what I wear to the pool. This, <laughs> tell this tell Matt sense. you're going to the pool. I'm going to the pool. Yay. Have fun. All right. Yes. Yes. Enjoy. Okay. I'll see you later. No. Okay, she's gonna stay. And so no swimming. Right, this she's, is this is better than swimming. She's oh. waiting. She's waiting for uh, <laughs> for mom to get her swimsuit on. So Fair. as you were saying, rank choice. Rank choice voting is a thing. Um, and so your theory or or what your that this is something that very much a lot of people. Bye. Are and and I I think Bye. has some Bye. some value. So I should I need to do more research on it because I'm not really super familiar with it. Um, well, but I, I think I know it basically works in the exact same way that you're saying, and it and it becomes. And we do that a little bit in our primary process. I mean, if you think about how Iowa does their caucuses and different things like that, um, there is a ranking system that they do where they say my number one preference is here. This is my second preference. You know, so when your number yeah. one preference loses, then your vote goes to that next preference. Does that make right. sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, so it's similar to similar to like a ranked choice. Yeah, so yeah, when I rank my choices out, if this person's out and loses, then please move it down to that person as opposed to making it make me choose this horrible person over here that I don't agree with in any way. Yeah, so I think that it's one of those things too where in order to win, I think in order to win your party's nomination, you have to be on the tails. I think we've talked about this before that you have to – you it's have a to process cater, of you have to cater to the extremes of the left and then you or the work right your way to the center and then you work your way to the center as the national so as you once you get the nomination you're exactly right once you get the nomination typical nominees work their way back to the center i would say that trump is not typical uh, you know he has stayed pretty pretty you know in that far right lane i know a lot of people would say obama stayed in that left lane I can't see it. I wish he would have stayed a lot more in the left lane in a lot of things, but, but a lot but of they're people not, do. They but. don't necessarily – they might work a little bit more towards the center, but not not much. Well, you have to be genuine too. I mean, it's again, it's a tricky line, and that's where politics is nuanced, and politics is very – Well, and it's, it's interesting know, though but, because you said politics is nuanced, but you said the only thing that matters – is policy and where they where they stand yeah that's the nuance right but that doesn't get votes no no. people vote on emotion oh they vote you know like andy one thousand percent yeah so like um you know like the jfk nixon debates where you know nixon i'm not gonna wear order i'm not gonna wear i'm not gonna wear makeup because makeup is you know, something that men, men don't do is girly. And so he looked like shit. Yeah. He's sweating. And you know, JFK looks polished. He looks, yeah. 
he looks good, well, you know. And Nixon like, on the other side end of it, you know, he he was playing the law and order card. You know, he was playing a very similar card to what Trump is is playing, where you have a lot of civil unrest like we have now. Um, and he was playing, you know, I'm the tough guy, the law and order guy, whereas JFK was more of the hey, we need the more progressive in that scenario. You know, so I mean, yeah, I, I we we do we do have a problem with how we choose our leaders in this country um in every way um the electoral college i think is dated and should be gone um this argument about how other states will be ignored those other states are ignored anyway um in every capacity there's not one presidential you know thing that happens in wyoming or montana events i promise you now um so it wouldn't ha- it doesn't matter I think the, it wouldn't change in- a thing in this upcoming election, I think you're going to see some things happen in Montana just because of the popularity of the Yellowstone television show. <laughs> um, Listen, if they can, if, if if it's a TV event, if it's something that they can push, I I think obviously now you're not going to see anything because you're not going to see a traveling campaign like you saw, like you would see in the past, you know. So there's there is a piece of that as well where you're not going to have conventions. Conventions are going to be online. Um, you know, a lot of these things are going to be, it's going to be one of the most untraditional campaigns that's ever happened, you know? And again, I think Hold on you a have second. the two worst people to manage this though. And I mean, listen, I, you know who I'll vote for and I appreciate him as a human being. And I think he actually, again, I don't love him, but I think he's a decent human being with Joe Biden, you know? Um, but these are terrible choices and these are terrible choices for this time frame in our lives. Um, and these are terribly, you know, these are bad choices for these kind of, the kind of campaign that they're going to have to run. Um, it's just bad. You know, it's really bad. If that makes sense. Annika's got something to show you. Okay. She is off to the pool. Is a look right there. Wow. She has that her is impressive. sunglasses. She has a scarf, not to keep her warm. No, 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 for the look. And of, and of course, this hat will keep the sun out of her. That is. That wow. will keep the sun off of her face. I mean, dude, look how fashionable good. is this one? That's incredible. Okay. That's All incredible. Right. Oh, and of course, she's got her phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a true influencer. Yes, she's be, of course. She's going to be so. posting some sweet pics <laughs> on the gram later. <laughs> Check her uh, out for well, some sweet TikToks. So, uh. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about election stuff, but we ain't going to change anything there. But one thing I, I do want to segue. Segs. I want to segue into something very important in my life. Okay. You are out on your own. <laughs> I'm branched, I'm branching you out. Yes, have I'm... branched away from the Wook Plus team. Gone solo. And yeah. you are going solo. It's your solo um, album. My solo album. Um, is... I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to the reunion tour, but I'm really looking forward to the <laughs> solo project that you're going to do. That's ultimately um, the goal: is to eventually the reunion tour, where you make the big bucks. You know, like after you know, that's really the yeah, key. Yeah, it's but like no. uh, what was it in uh, uh, Spinal Tap, where he's like, "I shan't work with him again." And then, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, they're looking for us in uh, Japan. It's supposed to be big money. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you want to go, it's fine. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> exactly. But no, so you got this new project going on. Um, yeah. So I want to hear all about that. More. Well, I don't know why we got on this topic of election other than as a little pissed. It. I didn't get a sticker. Uh, um, I understand. That and my old man weird. told me, my dad told me that the uh, the pen is also a phone holder. So I'm going to have to go 
find out if that's true. I don't think yours is. Mine did have uh, a little little indention. I did what? not bring props. I got robbed. Yeah, and my, then it, I'm really upset. Did yours have a stylus too, though? Then yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to have a stylus to sign the iPad. Yeah, and then We're I didn't even the sit down because I only got the one question ballot because I said I, I'm non-denominational or whatever the equivalent <laughs> of. Uh, <laughs> exactly. I'm, uh, I said. Uh, I said, yeah, I do a, a, I'm sure you know me from two C's with a pod and I'm sure you listen to our very popular episode, Matt found a unicorn. I'm a unicorn. I need the unicorn ballot. I need all of the unicorn ballot. I want all of the ballots because I am dead center and I want all the ballots. And she said, you can't have it. I said, okay, well then just give me the one that's uh, nonpartisan. So I, I literally did not sit down. No, why would you? It's like a five second little. I I knew what I was going to vote on it. Yeah. And I scribbled my, uh, made my circle. Oh, you were in. Uh, was, you like, uh, can I just do it right here real quick? I mean, why would I even walk over there? Like, there's no reason. Well, the whole, yeah. like, you know, like I had this little, uh, have this little paper cut on my finger yeah. Yeah. and it was still kind of open. And when that sure. lady sprayed me with that hand sanitizer, oh, oh my God. fire. <laughs> ah, what did you spray me with lady? <laughs> Uh, that's <laughs> that was pure alcohol, ma'am. Uh, <laughs> well, it's probably good though. But, uh, what'd you hit me with the? Uh, That'll the be the peroxide? next piece, though. Wait until you have to. I mean, you think about honestly in the primary election. Although I was pretty shocked and pretty happy how um, populated the election was. I think there was quite a good turnout. Um, but I think overall, it's nothing compared to when there'll be a presidential election here in about you know ninety days or less. And that's like, that's not going to work. I don't think that's going to work. And I don't know how we're going to fix that. Well, we all got to just mail them in. <laughs> well, you've seen the only problem. I mean, you've seen the problem with that though, is that every, and I, I said it myself, everything's political and I know that, but there, I don't know. And so we'll be we get mail-in ballots, you know, because if, and, and if, if we do have mail-in ballots, will it be seen legitimate, you know, to a point to where we don't have a freaking civil war, you know, on our hands because no one will accept the elections. And I don't know. That's kind of a mess. But, yeah, we can get back to my show. Yeah, let's talk to you. Listen, let's put this other stuff aside. Let's talk yeah. about what's important. Let's talk about you. Yeah, exactly. And, then, no, right. and so, like, this so thing. Tell and, us and what it is, when it's dropping, what the concept is. So it's just basically like, and you know, it's not straying too far from what I was already doing. Um, and like I said, those guys are awesome. And I, I, you know, I support them a ton. I just do, you know, sometimes you go in different directions and different things. Like I'm just going to kind of stick to making like documentary style um, little videos and where I just talk about like the covers that fish and the grateful dead do and like the bands that they cover, if that makes sense. And I do want to kind of focus in particular on, you know, African-American artists in particular. Um, It won't be just, you know, completely um, devoted to that. But I do want to kind of in particular kind of highlight those folks, because, again, I think that's something that with rock music, country music, whatever kind of music you listen to, a lot of it came from you know, black music from back in the day. And I, I, I think it's important that we highlight that sometimes. So it's just, it's kind of, that's kind of the, the, the premise of it. And it's just, it's literally called productions. Um, it probably looks like a, it's famer time productions. It probably looks like a typo, but that's actually a prom purpose. It will be very poor um, quality overall, but I'm just going to kind of learn as I go. And that's kind of how, um, that's my marketing ploy. Andy, I don't know if you noticed, but like, it's going to be kind of like a, 
watch me grow and learn how to do stuff, you know, like things. So, yeah. Um, and I may, and I may call on you to help me on some of these, like, especially the audio pieces and some of you have way more experience with like putting these kind of things together. Um, so yeah, yeah, I may need some coaching slash help, you know, slash well, I, I might just let you do it. I don't know. <laughs> I need help. And by help, I kind of just, can you just do it? Right. I'll just have a script here. You read it, um, edit it. And yeah, I mean, but other than that, it's all I need you to do for me. Listen, I need you to do everything. Just put my name on it. Yeah. Just use my signature. (laughs) No, that's great. There's a funny joke. Jason Isbell tells about story. It's, it's a a long joke songwriting, but basically it's like the the premise of the joke is the song there's no gnome comes in and is writing all this guy's songs. Guy's a country music writer. He can't get any, songs to hit and all of a sudden he wakes up one day and there's this fantastic song written and it's a gnome that, that keeps showing up at you know like a, a, a songwriting gnome and and the songwriting gnome he finally catches him and he's like hey man what can i do for you this is amazing you've helped my career out you know so much and the gnome's like well you know could you just maybe put my name on the song you know next time you put it out the songwriter's like screw that (laughs) he's like he's like like, you know the old premise is i'll do anything for you man i can't believe you made me a star and everything the guy's like could you just put my name on the songwriting credit he's like hell no no way man no way it kill me kill everything yeah um well if you want to branch out and Uh really dive into you know some garth brooks or maybe tim mcgraw that's i'm gonna get you up for that kind of straight um (laughs) i'm your guy yes yes Um, so when i really get deep into um country music that will be yeah yeah that'll be our episode i think that uh i'm just gonna i want to really hit up when basically i'm just gonna i really want to talk about the nelly crossovers like the nelly tim mcgraw or well or the ll cool j and the brad paisley that was a thing right I, i think at one point uh, yeah, interesting thing about the LL Cool J, Brad Paisley, uh, yeah. their, their mashup. Yeah. I think Brad Paisley had a string of like, like no joke, like 18 straight releases that had gone to number one. Yeah, that, that one. Song, that song broke the, <laughs> broke the string. <laughs> <That's a thing. laughs> that song was pretty ridiculous. The Nelly, um, uh, the Nelly Tim McGraw one is like. Well, that's not- more of a Nelly song. Not and then him and Tim McGraw became him and Tim McGraw became buddies. Yeah, Nelly's a little. I don't know if you followed Nelly's career. He's gotten a little problematic. Sadly. Uh, well, like the story behind that one is, I don't think Nelly knew who Tim McGraw was. Like the backstory, like the backstory of Tim McGraw and who Tim McGraw's sure. dad is. Right? right. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Tug. Tug. Tug McGraw. Yeah. So Tim sure, McGraw is sure. very athletic. Like. Yeah. And so. That Tim McGraw said, well, hey, if uh, I, I like that song, if I beat you in a game of one-on-one basketball, can I sing on it? And, and Nelly's like, and Nelly's like, like a Prince yeah, Dave like, Chappelle scenario. Yeah, you can't beat me. But like, if you, yeah. if you actually ever seen Nelly next he's a good, to... He's a good baller. And he's, but he's short. Oh, he's, he's short. short. Yeah. yeah. And so Tim McGraw just... Hooped pretty, on him, huh? Pretty much destroyed him. <laughs> so... And so it's like, it, I got to put you on my hip hop song. It was now, a little man. bit, it, it was a little white men can't jump ish, to be honest with you. Super funny though. How funny is that? He Billy Hoyled him. That's Billy Hoyle, yeah. <laughs> Came up with his floppy socks and goofy hat. And... That's amazing. All right, uh, we'll, we'll take the white boy. 
<laughs> exactly. Or or the Prince Chappelle thing, right? Game blouses. <laughs> so it's always good. Uh, so when's the uh, so the show drops? Nine one September first. I will be hopefully put together. Uh, all I'm doing right now from then from this point on for the next till then is trying to make it presentable by then. So yeah, September first. <laughs> Do you have uh, do where, where can we find it social media wise? Subscribe YouTube. I'm just gonna yeah put it on my my YouTube, which is Famer Time. Um, that's yeah, and then Twitter and yeah. I'm just it's really low key. It's really just for me anything. It, it's more of like a project to keep me busy and keep and have fun. But also, I do think there's a level of the people who like the music that I like. They don't really know where it comes from or where it came from. If that makes sense, and so. So like I do think there's some value to it, but I also think for me it's just a fun way to keep doing cool stuff like that, you know. Uh, can you give us a peek behind the curtain on the one minute fish trees? Yeah. How much of that was you? How much of it was the okay plus guys? Like sure. what what did you put together? What'd you do on it? What did they what was so, the contributions of the, the two? A lot parties? of times yeah. So basically what I would do is I would write the scripts. Um you know, and we would kind of workshop the ideas um, of what we were going to do. So we come up with a topic that we thought would work for it. Then I would write the scripts. Um, and that's basically, I, as we got going along, I would try to add pictures, videos, things like that, that I would find that I, you know, so basically just to help them in their process out. Um, but they were, no, they very much did the video editing um, and the sound editing and things like that. Um, so I just kind of wrote the scripts and had kind of the overall like vision of it. And then they put it, they did all the technical piece, if that makes sense. Yeah. So you did. So the, I'm trying uh, to do the technical piece now, which is what I can't do, which is what I'm learning though. I'm playing around. I'm doing some sweet iMovie stuff, just killing it on the iMovie, man. Just, just in garage um, band. It's pretty awesome. Uh, I'm going to need to talk to you offline because I'm about to up. I, I need to update my, uh, my MacBook. Yeah. Um, apparently, I was looking at. Keep getting the hey, you're you're full. Oh yes, you gotta I get you that gotta make up. Phone. You gotta make yes. up. You gotta make storage. You're full. You're full. Right. And so I I start going back and I was like, wait a minute, I've had this computer since 2013. Wow. See, that's what people keep telling me like is that this like, computer that's the key. is yeah, they over, last a long time. over seven so. years old. Yeah. And what has actually killed it uh, is the video, the video editing for my church stuff. Right. Or just anything like this is yeah, like, these are huge. massive files. Like this stuff is like, I'm, I'm now saving all of this stuff to an external drive, uh, but the processing of like those video files, like it's right. just, so ridiculously slow. So uh, I may just have to find out what computer you have. That way we can be on the same. Ooh. We have the we same computer. computer buddies. Yeah. Yeah. So that we, as long as it's Apple. MacBook Air. Yeah. I don't know. That's okay. what I got. It's MacBook Air. Is what okay. I, that's yeah, all I was I looking at the. Uh, I was in charge of it. I don't, I'm looking I don't at the really... Pro. I'm looking at the MacBook Pro. Ooh. And you can thank me for being on Apple products to good friend of the show, Don Kidwell. Excuse yeah. me, Don Bishop. Sorry, Don. That's right. I am a maiden namer. Like, do it's you do that? Tough one. You mean, oh, all the like, time. Like oh, the people, people we went to. That, of course. Like yes. whatever their name was when you met them. Like that's their name forever. Uh, 
A thousand percent. Yes. That's why it's really hard on ladies. I don't, why they make them change their name. I don't know. I mean, I get it, you know, but still, again, it's weird. Does that make sense? I mean, they don't make them change their name. They don't make, yes, I know they don't have to. Yes. But I just, as it being a tradition as it is, it's really interesting because again, could you imagine changing your name? Like all of a sudden, like when you, you know, for 30 years you've had one name and you got to freaking go by something completely different. That's crazy. Uh, so we have a wedding upcoming in our family. Okay. Nephew Carter proposed to uh, his lovely what? girlfriend. Yeah. Um, How old is he? He is 20. He will be 21. Neither he nor his brother sometimes are very smart. Um, and this is, this has nothing to do with, uh, I need to be real careful. I need this to be in context. This has nothing to do with the, the wedding, the wedding. Proposal, uh, of at all. Mm. Um, she's awesome. Uh, really big good. fan. Um, Great. Good, good, good. You know, uh, wonderful. Little where early. I, where, where I made the, uh, where I made the comment about him not being smart. I send them the calendar that we have at the shop for days of, days off request Mm -hmm. and i send them ac off on the day after their birthday because they will turn 21 Mm -hmm. and i just send them a a hashtag with the picture no and they both like i don't get it i don't understand and i'm like uh, i'm working i'm not you guys are working that day so deal with it no, no, no. I'm telling them I'm not working because they don't work for right. me anymore, right? So oh. I'm like, you know, uh, I'm taking oh. off the day after your 21st birthday. For the party time, okay. Because yeah, it's going to get... Yeah, you get party yeah, time. Because I don't need to be yeah. working the next day. Right. Um, and they're like, I don't understand. I don't get okay. it. And I'm like, do you notice the days around it? What's the date? The third. What? It's a Tuesday. I'm like, what's the day around it? And they're like... <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I work nights. Yeah, I don't have any PTO. And I'm like, uh, well, I guess you're gonna go into work hungover, and I guess you're calling in because it's uh, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, they don't uh, do it like they used to, man. It's not a bit. It's it's just a different. It's thing, not. It's not. Things have changed. Like I remember, like for Kara's 21st birthday, like we went to the casino, mm-hmm. and then her and I flew out to Vegas. Like, you can't really go to the casino. I mean, I, I guess you can go to the casino right now. People are going, but I guess they are open. But my parents geez. have went down there, and they're not a fan. I couldn't imagine. Of all the – I guess what they're doing is the um, – like the uh, the blackjack table. They're only letting two players play at a time. Right. Oh, yeah. I would think so. Yeah. One one person down here, like you, you're basically only playing the end seats. Which is, which is like the worst odds. And then, or um, just like as far as like, just it, I mean, it helps the it helps the helps to me. It that helps the house out a hundred percent. Yeah, the only yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah there's less cards going out. Right, I can't see what's out there. Right, in some ways already too. I mean, they already play with multiple decks anyway sure. for that. Makes still. count makes count cards easier, I guess. Yeah, I guess <laughs> if you but Jesus, you have to be good to do that in Vegas, man. I mean, you can have me and O'Hor in a casino. Jesus Christ. You could, you know. Yeah, I just don't know if casinos are really, like, I don't know if the casinos are really a, a, like, I think that things die generationally. 
Yeah. Oh, I agreed. I don't so, think the kids are going to be into that into that much. For one, what they need to probably do, and they'll it'll adjust. It'll be more online stuff. You know, I don't think gambling gambling probably will never go away. It's just how you gamble. You know. Sure. What I mean? Yeah. Like you'll have like DraftKing type things or like yeah, betting, exactly. betting on are, like uh, will Patrick Mahomes throw a touchdown this quarter. More yeah, once they stuff. open it up, once they open it up like that, then yeah, it'll be a free for all for all that kind of crazy stuff. Which you know, well, here, here's know, something that you know I've thought about. Like when I was a kid, we took a vacation to Memphis mm-hmm. specifically to go see Graceland. Yeah. Do you think that I would take my kids? No. Well, they to, have no concept of right. Like, do you think that? Where like, is B, where is Bieber born or something? I'd take him there. Yeah. That, that would make more sense. It'd be more context for him. But like 20, 20 years from now, what do you think Graceland is? Um, I don't know. That's a good point. I mean, I don't know. That's a good, good guy. So let's know? say that like the main Elvis fans are the baby boomers. Would we agree on that? hundred percent. Fair enough to agree that the, you know, people that grew up in the fifties and sixties, Correct. Would be the, the a thousand main. percent. Okay. Yes. So twenty years from now, those folks are most likely will have the vast majority of them will have passed on. Correct. Leaving, and I, I actually had this their conversation. Kids, I had this conversation. Know, some of their kids will pick him up, but yeah, but they'll pick up like, oh, my grandpa or my dad really loved Elvis, but it's not like, well, let's go to Memphis to see Elvis's house. No, I imagine it'll stay kind of like a museum type thing, you know, and it'll just be like anything else, but it'll lose popularity in some yeah, ways. Attendance will where, drop. And, right, exactly. Yeah. I guess people are going to be like, I mean, I, they have no context for Elvis. I mean, again, it's it's interesting because we really don't have a history. I mean, you can go back, you know, if you go over to Europe and places like that, I mean, you can go back and see the tombs and see places of people that, you know, 500 years ago, 600 years ago, you know, whereas the United States is, you know, a pretty relatively young country, you know. So when you think about like, I'm going to go see Elvis's, you know, house, it's not like he was, he was alive not that long ago. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like he was, if that makes sense, you know, so there is a, it will be interesting, you know, like a hundred years, 200 years, like, will there be any value in an Elvis's house or will there be more value because it's that much older and that much more of a relic and kind of an artifact, you know, I don't well, know. It's, 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 yeah, it's funny to walk through there, man. Cause it's definitely a, this is how the richest person in the sixties and seventies lived. Would have spent his money. Yeah. And exactly. like you walk through it and you're like, wait a minute no flat screen TVs. No, you know, like, yeah, it, it's, it doesn't look it, that fancy or nice. No, right? it, yeah. It's like, but it was like the, you know, this is Epitome, one of the richest yeah. people and richest and most famous people. And so it's just, it just shows how things have progressed. All right, man. Uh, last word is yours. Tell us again where we can find your new show, when it's dropping, what it's about. September 1st, September 1st and it's just about you know old artists that the the musicians are covering today so just kind of a documentary it's only going to be like 10 minutes it's like a video cast type thing I don't even know what that is or if that's a thing so I'm just I just made that I I think that's a thing but I didn't I don't know how to do that thing but that's basically what it is um and I'm gonna put it out yeah um just on YouTube and then my 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 Twitter handle so so we'll we'll promote both of those things 
on which is yes on yeah. the yeah we can do that yeah, yeah i haven't even put my youtube channel out out like yet because that's usually where that was like the burner for the other stuff if that makes sense so like when i was making other stuff i would just put it on my channel and then like send it to the guys and be like hey look at this and this looks cool so i had to like make private all the like play stuff i had on there if people are going to actually like go to it does that make sense yeah <laughs> Yeah. You know, because I had all this like basically rough draft stuff that I, I would put up there just so I could see it, you know, and, and share it with those guys. So, yeah, so I'm starting to like, yeah. So it's again, it's just a work in progress and I appreciate you. Well, it's, a, it's exciting news. Um, yeah. And then uh, you're, you're getting ready to go. You're getting ready to go back to school. This is it. This is I'm you're now currently in my classroom. Um, oh, you're are you virtual? Well, for the first couple of weeks, um, in Raytown, they have finally gone to, um, and then they did send us uh, finally a survey about how we would want to teach and what we would want to do. So I'm interested what we'll see out of that as well. Um, but no, I think we have some meetings coming up and I do think we have to go into school at some point and set our rooms up. I'm not a hundred percent sure why. Um, until we really know that we're going to be in there for a long period of time. But I, I, I think that's going to happen. But as far as like school isn't going to start till September 8th, and then we'll have two weeks of online at least, if that makes sense right now. So, so our kids, they're still starting them on the 24th. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. 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 And then uh, the teachers, even the ones that are virtual, will still be required to report to their buildings to teach virtually. Yes. It's a terrible idea. So that's, uh, that's what's going on. Um, hey, our kids <laughs> got, <laughs> have you already seen, I mean, you've already seen that again, you know, like some of these schools are already having breakouts that are starting to do it. I mean, I, I just don't, I, I don't understand. And, and part of me, here's another thing that they're starting to do is put video cameras into classrooms. And then basically you would teach like half your class virtually, they'd be watching you and then half the class. Right. And, you know, and that is the worst idea of all time. Like that is literally crazy on so many levels because there's, there's so many privacy issues. There's so many, um, you can't teach. It's, it's like, again, you, I, I can teach a good curriculum online or I can teach a good curriculum face-to-face, -face, but I can't do both at the same time. Right. Does that make sense? Like anything I would be doing for an online class would not look the same as I'm doing face-to-face. -face. Does that make sense? It would Absolutely. Look, it would yeah. be totally different. So if you're asking me to somehow entertain kids online and engage them, and then also same kids, you know, same group, but over here face to face, that's two different jobs. It's two different designs. It's two different things, you know, and that's, that's where that's, that's a, and again, like it's a privacy issue. Kids can't, kids need to be, they could use that again. I wouldn't want my kids on camera. Now I'm, we're, I think we're pretty blessed. Our kids are relatively good behaved, you know, but there's kids that are terribly behaved and you don't want them to be videotaped and on camera doing that shit. They don't want to be videotaped doing that shit. You know, like you don't, I, that's because again, where does that go? Again, it's a privacy issue. You know what I mean? You're taping minors doing behavior and stuff like that's, that's bad. You know, does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, it, it just depends on how it gets out, I guess, or when it yeah, gets out or whatever. Gets, right. That's what I'm saying. That's what I mean. I mean, there's a level of like, that's, that's legally very sticky because 
you're not, it's like a HIPAA issue, you know, too. Like, you know, when I'm signing this kid a pass to go get his meds every day and then he's freaking out in class and then he comes back after I sign this piece of paper and he's chilled out, like, I think everyone knows that's watching the fucking video what happened, you know? Does that make sense? And so you've got now kids know that and the kids always see that, but who's seeing that at home? You know, like who's, if, is their parents watching their kids? Like I know for me, I'm probably going to want to watch my kids at least the best I can or have somebody watch them. Cause I want to make sure they're doing it. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, like, it's, uh, it's definitely uh well, anyway, once Biden is uh, elected, he can go right we back to that. We are still recording. I, I totally forgot we were like recording and not just like hanging out and having a conversation <laughs> here for a second. That's kind of what this really is. Weird. Uh, um, I know, yeah. I know. Uh, but, um, well, well, once Biden say that whole once, when Biden wins stuff. Once I Biden wins, he can, he can he uh, can the the vaccine will come out. He can go right back to that playbook for the pandemic that he left for. With him and Obama left for Trump. Just pick right up there. No, they burnt that, man. See, they're going to have to start all over. That uh, no. I'm going to imagine that that document lives somewhere. It probably does. On I would imagine someone's computer, that, uh, someone's MacBook Pro yeah, somewhere. I'm, I'm sure it's that. on, yeah, Jay Biden. Uh, do they have an employee passcode on their iPhone? One, 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 one. Jay is, is, is Mine isn't much better. Do you remember do you remember my pager code? Then you know my phone, then you know my oh, phone. I forget your pager code. But um, it's not appropriate. The uh, <laughs> um, it's okay. It's so gonna it's be like Larry, space balls. It's Larry Bird. But yep. it's not all but it's not all Larry. So some of it's Larry Bird and then some of it is the inappropriate <laughs> Yeah, the number that every guy. Correct. Nice. You know, yeah. like the nice, yeah, that number. So, not that I've, I've already given too much information out. I know that did, um, I don't think that takes a Nicolas Cage to figure right. out that code I just yeah. said, by the way. Well, I imagine that Biden's password is probably Joe1234. <laughs> of course it is. The, the same with Donald Trump's. It's, I mean, it, they, they're literally, again, they both are so similar in some ways, you know. I mean, I, I don't think they're similar human beings and thought processes and things, but they're just old kind of senile white dudes that I just think are not what we need right now. But Hey, how much, uh, what do you bet that Biden's passwords right now are capital J, the number zero, E, four, six, yeah, you, exactly. Forty for being president, forty-six yeah. president. Yeah. Exactly. Of course it is. And it, yeah, yeah. Then he thinks that's clever as hell. Yeah. By the way, too. Derek. And and he has to have it written down close to him because he forgets it every time. Yeah, he's gonna have it under the keyboard. <laughs> I don't use the. <laughs> he's got a little. He's got a little sticky note right next to. Sure. That. And well, again, I can make fun of Joe because you know I don't. I mean, again, because you're a Democrat, of, you can do that. Wow. As a, they're, they're am both, I allowed to do that? They're I'm, both you know? laughable. They're both laugh. They're both, uh, again, I don't think we're, some of it is too, Andy. I mean, I think that's the other piece of it is that, as you know, we'll kind of hopefully, I'm going to finally let you get out of here. You're going to wrap think, it up. We're going to wrap yeah, it up on I this. Since we, well, part we, of, I know. This is the, this is a stereotypical Midwestern goodbye. Yes, the long, <laughs> you got the long goodbye. I think I think we started wrapping this up about twenty minutes ago. <laughs> but it is about like teams, you know what I mean? And like, are you a good leader? And do you put a good team around you? You know, and that's the key. Like the president only himself is and herself or whoever it ends up being is very, um, you know, powerful, of course. But it's like the people you put around you, you know, too. So I do hope that 
he will put better people around him than Trump has, but who knows? I don't know. Do you think that he'll have Barack Obama on a cabinet position? I don't, I don't, I don't know how a hundred percent legal that is. And I also don't know. Um, that's a political, politically terrible idea. I think the minute you get elected to me, you would, I don't know that you keep, keep hanging on Obama's tails at that point. Does that make sense? Like I, I keep, I keep Obama very close to me until I get elected. And then I want to make my own legacy and make my own thing. If that makes sense. And I don't, and I don't mean it as like a, whether he's African-American or whoever it was, just whoever the next, I wouldn't want my successes to be tied to another president. And if I kept Obama so close to me that he was literally in my cabinet and my worry would be, and this is terrible. I mean, I'm a terrible person, but the, uh, my worry would be he would get all the credit, you know, in some ways it'd be right. like, Oh, it's cause Obama's in there, you know, Biden's doing this, this and that, you know? And again, that's cause I'm a horrible human being. <laughs> but yeah, you know. I, I would be interested to see how much, decision making the president actually does and has it's a tone andy you know like i think it's more of a again it's more of a tone you know like i i think you see it in in like the reaction of how this thing is gone you know like with the pandemic or whatever it is i just think there's if that makes sense i think that's the real yeah, control think- that's the real control you have everything else is kind of bureaucratic and it's it's layers and it's supposed right. to be that way and it's good it's that way but i think as far as just like a national leadership and like tone of how the the country's going that that matters yeah i just I, I don't know i just think that i would be interested because the same thing with like the ceo head coach um Deanna's making more money and does less and I think that that's partly also kind of how it goes too, right? Like, you know, as you get up, up right. in companies or you get up in places, you actually, your, your volume of work becomes like busy work becomes a lot less and it's more about tone and about, you know, your present, present, you, I don't know. Yeah. You dri- are you're driving. You yeah. You're setting the, you're setting this precedent. You're, you're right. mapping out. Yeah. So that kind of stuff. So. All right, man. Well, this was fun. Looks like we are out of time. Cool My dog apparently is uh, upset about something, so I need to go so, down and check on him. You should definitely do um, that. And I don't need our podcast listeners hearing me scream at him because then, you know, I'll get all those PETA people and oh, the, yeah. the I like dogs better than humans people um, yeah. all oh, up in my business. Little, and yeah, I just don't need that. That's kind of ridiculous. Know? But he, right. uh, my, my poor neighbors, uh, where we live, we're on septic tanks. They bought a flip house. The people they bought it from did not know it was on septic. The day wow. after they closed, we got a big rain, completely backed up in their their basement, oh, flooded no. and ruined their basement with backed up septic. So they're over there putting in a new septic tank. Um, Disaster. So, so they've got like, you know, heavy machinery, machinery and stuff like that going on, which is, Drives a dog crazy, so you know, just pe- people off. being over there. Um, exactly. He needs, yeah, then people, he needs yeah, to bark at them. them know. Yeah, let them know yeah. what's up. Um, exactly. So let them know that he's there. And that right. he, uh, yeah. I'm he over knows, here. hey. Did hey, you see that Rex go, Chapman, the me. deer and the dog? That was a good yeah, one. Yeah, dude. <laughs> hey, what's your name? <laughs> Tony! <laughs> Fuck you, Tony! <laughs> <laughs> that was a oh, man. classic. 
Rex Chapman, man, went from the white Kentucky basketball player that was a good dunker to uh, one of the Twitter best followers on Twitter, man. I uh, know, man. It's pretty incredible rise there. I found All right, man. Next week, card uh, I think next week might be anniversary episode, bud. Of what? Like how many episodes? I was thinking about this. How, uh, how many? I think we've passed the one-year mark, but I don't think okay. we've done 52 episodes. I think we're at episode 50. Episode 50. Yeah. See, I thought I was wondering how many. Yeah, we've done. I'll, I'll let you know for sure when I put the feed out. Um, <laughs> to count them up, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it just shows you, but yeah, sure. I'll... Uh, yeah, I'll let you know. So Amazing. All right. All right. Well, we are out of time. We will catch up with you guys next week. Take it easy. See y'all.